All right, this is the Conversation Cannabis Christianity Podcast. This is part three with Nikki Lawley, Nikki in the plant. Nikki was talking to us about terpenes, and we were talking about whether indica sativa hybrid mean anything or whether it's the type of terpene that is in the plant that produces the effect that you need for medicinal purposes. And then we talked about some upper cervical care for the neck. And now we're going to, so if you listened, if, if, if you miss, if you skipped parts one and two, you don't have to go back and listen to them, but you should to get a context of what we're going to talk about now. So as you're going through all of this, Nikki, and you're doing this, not alone, but you, you don't have, you have a lot of people saying you're, you're kind of crazy. You're just a drug user. And that is quite a challenge, right? And I want to ask you, while you're doing all this, if you were raised with a belief system and if that belief system was still somehow like it, how it had changed up until that point and what you believed at, at that time. And, and obviously if you were, if you were having those kinds of thoughts of ending your life, that is serious. Right. And those are life and death questions that, that when you're going over that stuff, you're thinking about those things. You know what I mean? I was Miguel and I was raised in a, anything but an agnostic household, but we weren't real church people. You know, we didn't go to church. Um, My dad was a Catholic uh, Methodist church a little bit here and there, but it was never really a part of my life. Um, I kind of always sort of mocked it and called it like church chat. Um, (laughs) I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's all right. Like I always found a lot of the organized religion aspect was more of a pacification so that people felt there was hope after death, you know, life after death. And I hadn't really bought into that because everyone that always talked to me about Jesus and, you know, all these things, they weren't always really good people. And like, there was a lot of weird stuff growing up that I encouraged that I encountered in like churchy kind of people's realms. And I didn't really stick with it. You know, I mean, I had little phases where I did the little church chat thing. And then it was like, okay, well, you're in a row better than me. You're having sex with children. I mean, like, are you talking about about at that church that you were talking about? Okay. All right. Are you talking about, are you talking about at that specific church you're going to or the the Catholic priest things? I heard you say your dad was Catholic and then so, yeah, like so it was a little combo of both. Okay, like, gotcha. I had heard it from a national level, but then I actually encountered it on a personal level. That's okay, gotcha. And um I kind of got real turned off by the religion thing. So as I was planning my death, thinking, well, you know, what about my dogs? Like the only thing that kind of kept me going not to actually pursue killing myself was my pets and my family a little bit, but I was more worried about who is going to take care of my dogs. I have three Yorkies and, and, and I want to remind everybody that at this point in time, you, you are, you, if you listen to the parts one and two, you are, you're saying, I don't want to keep being this kind of a burden to my husband and all these people. 
Right. Which is why I understand when you say it wasn't my husband who I was thinking of, because in your mind, you're thinking I'm doing him a favor. Yes. I'm doing him a favor by lifting this burden off of him. So listen what? to parts one and two. If you missed that, that's not who she is. No, not at all. Totally not. <laughs> so go ahead, Nikki. But, um, love of the animals, up, love of your dogs, loving my dogs, loving my animals. But there was no doubt in my mind that that billboard was not an accident. Um, as I've come further along in this journey, I've learned the universe plays an insane role. Maybe I'm not a religious person, but I am very spiritual, meaning everything has happened for a reason. And as I look back on my life, I feel that this brain injury has brought me to a level of awareness that I never had before. I'm so much more concentrated on living in the moment rather than worrying about what happens tomorrow or worrying about what happened yesterday. Because if you live in the past, all you feel is depressed. Like, I mean, especially at this point in my life, when I was so high functioning to go into non-functioning. Um, and then you remember what you used to be able to do. You remember the things that were just second nature that now you can't physically do. But then if you think about tomorrow, like, well, what's going to happen? You know, how am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to survive and put food on my table? How am I going to feed my dogs? You know, these became things that just made me anxious. So what cannabis has kind of allowed me to do is live in the moment and appreciate life and all of its journey in a way that's not worrying about yesterday and thinking about tomorrow, but actually living in the moment. So I truly believe that I was sort of chosen for this journey. I literally turned tragedy into triumph by coming as far as I have. If you knew me before my injury, and then you knew me right after my injury, and then you saw me today and saw that progression of healthcare provider to patient to now patient advocate, yeah. it would blow your mind. I mean, just in that short period of time, how much I've changed and how much hope I've given others that they too can change. They too can change their mindset. I protect my mental health in all ways now, meaning anybody that's toxic or negative, I just can't even have on my feed. I can't even like entertain them. If, if people are just going to be miserable and talk about all the things wrong with the world, I can't be part of that. I don't have the brain space to be able to process that kind of stuff anymore. All I have is what I have right now what I can do today. And I do it to the best of my ability. So while my perception or views now are different, like they're not quote Christian, but I truly believe how you treat others is going to really have an impact on you in the future. And karma is a nasty little bastard. If you're a jerk and a person that's like a bad person, it's going to catch up, you know, it's, and we have to be in tune with that. I just really try and treat other people the way I want to be treated. I try and be inclusive. I try and make everybody feel like someone because I know what it was like to be made to feel like nothing. I was, I learned what it was like to have people think you're crazy and yet you're hurt. I'm injured, not stupid. I'm not 
the same person, but that doesn't mean I'm that smart. You and doesn't mean you're less than. Yeah. Yeah. And does and, not mean you're less than. Right. And so I truly believe this happened to me every step of the way, you know, I look back on my life and I can truly see why I went through what I did then and what I went through, what I did now and how much I got passion. Now I have purpose. I have passion and purpose because of this injury and because of this plant cannabis gave brain injury changed me, but cannabis saved me. I mean, truly saved me. I, Hey, I can't deny <laughs> we're having this conversation and, and, and it's good. It's good. It's amazing. Nick. It's really good. I mean, it is really amazing. And, and, and I think, and it's, you went through a lot to get where you are. And I'm thinking of a lot of people that I talked to on these podcast episodes and a lot of people go through a lot to get to where they are. And it's kind of like, wow. And it's not, sometimes we, when we're looking back on it, we don't want to go over all the details. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you just don't want to, but you, but you want to try to summarize and, and you want to try to summarize summarize it you know what i mean and 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 in parts one and two you had a lot that's serious and when you're when you're supposed to be on vacation or you're in las vegas and one of your favorite places and you're and you just can't stop thinking about taking your own life and you're crying all the time that's serious you know that's very serious and here you are now happy with the quality of life you you're not like you said you're not cured no but your quality of life and your ability to endure has greatly increased, greatly increased. And that's what matters. And that's what quality of life. And I think that's where, that's where I think a lot of people, when they hear quality of life, they think it's like a, a nice to have. It's like, a, oh, you want a, a quality, you want a high end lazy boy chair instead of just the medium lazy boy chair. You greedy. You're so greedy. You don't, you, you, you want quality of life, huh? Really? And that's the way I think a lot of people, when they hear it, unfortunately, that's the way I think a lot of people understand it, right? Because they don't think that it's, you know what? No, it's, I'm not expecting to be like, I got no clicks, aches, pains, nothing at all. And nothing's coming on. No, that's not it. It's like, no, it's it's, it's saying that these things, yeah, but I'm, I don't want them to have my full attention and these pills that you're giving me. Yeah. They, they, they're not really working so well. They do something, but they also do some other things that I got to take other pills to mute that for, you know, it kind of doesn't make sense, but then you have this plant and it's like, wow, here you are with this plant. And, and, with, and you're really unique when I'm thinking about, I'm like, oh, poor, poor Nikki. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I can't eat them because it, it, it doesn't work for me. And then New York is like, yep, we made it legal, but you can't smoke it. Oh man, you know what I mean? It's like, my gosh, that is a lot. And you're talking about daily life like this, right? And this is like, you had good friends in Canada. You had your husband in Buffalo. You had support. You had people that were caring and understanding, even though it may not have felt like many. I Just from listening to your story, it you, they, they were enough because you're still here. You know what I mean? I am. I am. And I owe it to all of those people. I owe it to the naysayers. I owe it to the people that were the meanest to me 
that gave me the fight to fight back, that gave me the passion to learn more because I just couldn't accept this was as good as it gets. I couldn't accept that I had to now live this horrible life. Like why would anyone choose to be disabled? I'm differently abled now. I'm differently abled and I'm able to bring people to this plant that they hear the story, they hear how I was brought up, they hear all the challenges I've endured and they can relate to so much of it. I think the reason I've had so much success with my following, I mean, I have over 80,000 followers. Miguel, I don't know anything about media, social media, sharing, hashtags. I mean, all that happened over the pandemic, right? Like, like I started sharing my story. I started talking on podcasts. I've done over 60 podcasts now and I feel really comfortable sharing my story, but it's the ones that I don't necessarily feel comfortable. I'll be honest. I wasn't sure I wanted to come on Christian potty, you know, cannabis. That's all right. I understood. I I understand. I understand. The first time I, I tried, the first time I tried to connect with you, you, you ignored me. But <laughs> I do. I get it. I, like, I, I understand. It's it's, no, no, don't worry, Nick. I, I had I, as a joke. I just said that I wasn't trying to. I, I was I laughing. Don't worry. Seriously, I get it because that's I I understand and I understand it. And uh, that's why I can't get mad at it, right? Because I was there too, not with the same issue, but with like, just that, you know what? I ain't buying it. And that's why I'm like, okay, I can understand. I, I, I can respect that. And, I, and I'm not here to force anybody to believe anything. No. I'm here to just to see what, see what's what. <laughs> and have, okay. a, good and have a good time talking with people. And have a good time talking with people. I call the universe. You might call it God. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that doesn't mean we're wrong. It just and means we both acknowledge there's something greater than us. But I'm not trying to un-God you, and you're not trying to un-universe me. That's it. Free that's it. To meet each other at the same place. And that's what I'm about. I'm about human touch and human people. And one of the things for my future that I'm planning is launching my own product line, Nikki and the plant products. Oh, that'd be cool. I can that see I'm that. Planning. I can definitely see that. That's for sure. That I'm going to be targeting chronic pain, anxiety, depression, and cognitive function for product specific, targeting the middle-aged woman, the 40 plus woman. That's that, perfect. That That's needs perfect. help yeah. with that, you know, and yeah. I have, you know, strain print that app I was telling you about that helped me learn what works for me. I'm bringing to New York state. So it's going to be Nikki and the plant powered by strain print, but we're going to get those COAs somehow from these licensed producers, the chemical composition so that patients can now learn what works for them and why. And to me, that says a whole lot about this plant and the way I have come 180 degrees and I'm helping people. And at the end of the day, doesn't that, that gives me more satisfaction than any monetary value than anything. Helping someone that literally writes me and says, I just listened to your podcast and I'm weeping because you are me. And I get this every day. That's I mean, cool. I spoke for the first time in Boston, like a first, you know, convention where I spoke and People were crying, people were cheering, people were shouting, people were so into the story. And yet 
I wasn't nervous. Why? Because it's something I'm passionate about. When it's your passion, you don't have to rehearse it. <laughs> you don't have to. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. There's nothing about this podcast I prepared for. I mean, I looked over your questions initially, but I didn't look at them a second time. I mean, it was like, you know, and I forgot whatever, you know, they even were, but when we're authentic self, it just comes through. And that's what's making a difference for people, sharing your vulnerability and just being who you are. I know I swear. I know I don't have a filter. I know I say things inappropriate. I thought I, didn't think it, I <laughs> thought it was, you know, Nick, I thought it was, I think it's pretty cool. I think it's amazing. And I think your story is amazing. And I think it's, 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 you know, you, you, you chose to be an advocate. You didn't, you didn't, you could have chosen me like, yeah, this stuff works for me, but I'm not going to go out and tell everybody about it because I don't want the stigma on me. Right. 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 I mean, that's it. Right. That's it's like fun. you're saying, wow, this is, this is the real thing. And I'll, I'll take that stigma on me to try to help other people with it. 100%. They, that's it. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you right now that this plant saved my life and it can save so many other lives. I mean, I get so upset when we talk about veteran suicides and we talk about the veterans who can't access cannabis because of the schedule one status. Well, we can get it from the state, but the VA doesn't pay for any of it. That's basically right. it. And I know there's right. some people. Right. But there are other people that are in like federal housing or in the VA oh, yeah. itself and things oh, like yeah. that. But they yeah. actually I'm following you. Yeah. Can access it. So that's heartbreaking to me. And I'm doing all I can to support those efforts. The athletes that have been repeatedly blown in their head from you know, repeated, I, I always think of football players because yeah. I'm a football that's a player. combat sport. Yeah. That's a combat sport that we, that, that many people worship every Sunday. And I'm like, these people are getting their brains rattled. I mean, they're, they're rattled. going through a lot and of physical is a real thing. Yeah. They're know? going through a lot of physical pain. And then, yeah, you, you I agree with you. It's funny. It's, so it's I not, have it's a not really true passion for them. You know, I really do. And I empathize with them and no, I'm not a football player, but I can relate better to the Kyle Turley's of the world than I can a lot of Pollyanna people that, you know, have never gotten hit in the head. You know what I mean? It's like a thing. And, you know, and that, and that's kind of something when you, when, uh, when you said that, I thought of like, you know what, too often we get hung up thinking in terms of demographics, right? Like, like that was kind of like, that was, that was kind of like the way you you just you couched it. It's like you know what? If I go by the demographic, I don't really have a whole lot in common. But if I go by things that that uh, people have experienced that I've experienced, and and they understand what I'm understanding, our understanding of these things are maybe not identical because they're never going to be at word individuals, right. but they are in the same vein, and that that that's it right but look at how half look at how often we get hung up on these demographics right it's it's horrible it, it's it horrible is. that we bucket people into demographics because when we do that we're actually bucketing ourselves into a demographic yeah. and restricting ourselves while we're and at the same time restricting and usually when we do it we restrict other people and usually put them lower or above you mm -hmm. know what i mean and 
it's it's just a it's a fascinating world and your story is really cool i think it's really cool it's amazing Thank so as soon as you want i want to ask you this and you said you got you said you're going to do a product line do you want to share anything about when you might be releasing it sure so um i'm working on finding a sponsor basically to help continue to promote uh advocacy and looking for a multi-state operator that shares my values because it's really hard in this industry to find money but it's more hard to actually find the team that you need to be able to execute something like this and as i shared early on in the podcast my frontal lobe is pretty well fried from my injuries so executive function, technology, doing all the things that you really need to be part of to have a successful product launch, I'm not good at, but I'm great at connecting dots. Cannabis allows me to connect my dots. So I'm able to network and build the team to make the dream happen. And so and just, I'm hoping to launch by early next year, um, right ideally in New York state, but California, Massachusetts, Nevada, and Arizona are also on my radar. So trying to find a multi-state operator that operates in those locations so that I can kind of use their infrastructure to help magnify the message because Absolutely. I'm yeah. totally medically focused and medical is where I'm at. I mean, I have no problem with people using cannabis, adult use, getting high, doing whatever they want to do. I use cannabis as my medicine and to get well. So having a multi-state operator that shares that vision and isn't just looking for the highest THC products that actually understands the entourage effect. These are things I'm looking for. And I know my voice is being heard. And it's just about finding the company that wants to co-mingle their message with mine. Right on, right on, Nikki, right on. That's very cool. All right. I wish you the best. My prayers for you. It is cool. It is. It is. I really enjoyed my time and nobody. That's the thing. I don't do any video, but you got a great smile, Nikki. You got a great smile. And it's been a pleasure talking with you and, and nobody's going to see this, but it's been really cool. And uh, you look fantastic. You know I mean? It's like, wow, it, it's, you look happy. When I say fantastic, I mean, you look really happy. It's like your smile is like, wow, quality of life is greatly improved. And, and she's not hiding it. And that's good because you want to share it with other people. Yes. And I mean, follow me on social media. I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, um, Instagram, Nikki Lolly, N-I-K-K-I-L-A-W-L-E-Y or Nikki and the plant.org. Check her out. Check her out, everybody. This is the Conversation Cannabis and Christianity podcast. My name is Miguel Torres. I'm your host. And our special guest is Nikki Lolly, Nikki and the plant. Check her out, everybody. Love you.